At ViStar, we believe in better. Our members now have access to more than 20,000 fee-free ATMs across North America. If you believe that convenience is better, join ViStar. We never forget that it's your money. All loans subject to approval, insured by NCUA. And now, from the Daytona Beach News Journal. And he is a lap away from the checkered flag in the Daytona 500. The voice of NASCAR. Austin Dillon wins the 60th running of the Great American Race. Daytona Motor Miles with Ken Willis and Godwin Kelly. Hey, hey, we're on. hey, 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 hey. Use a little less of that cloud. You start putting the audio on top of each other. You have found the <laughs> Daytona Motor Mouths. Congratulations. Ken Willis over there. Godwin Kelly over here. And uh, We boy, got breaking news. We have got never so happens. much going on. And um, now let's uh, let's talk about the all-star voting because we're, we're recording this before the all-star, not the all-star voting, the Hall of Fame voting. Yeah. So that's later tonight. That's not our breaking news. No, no. But I just want to let people know. It's going to be late breaking news. The reason we're not talking about it is because oh. we're recording ahead of that. Oh. So. You know, normally the breaking news happens immediately after we leave the pod. Yeah. And put it to bed, as they say. Right. And once you put it to bed, you can't wake it back up. No. It's very ornery. So, uh, so normally these things happen after the pod. But today, by golly. We learned that uh, that uh, NASCAR acquisition of International Speedway Corporation has uh, basically been finalized, and they're buying back all the shares. And uh, what does it mean for me, you might ask yourself? <laughs> what does uh, I can tell mean? you right now, it doesn't mean a whole lot for you, unless <laughs> you happen to own about 1,000 shares of ISC. Uh, that would put you at about a $45,000 payday if that $45 per share, 45 times 1000 By God, that's math I can do right yeah. there. Well, and so, <clears throat> what else we got going on? Well, we're going to rehash a little bit what happened back at the uh, – at the all-star race all-star we're gonna talk a little bit about the we're gonna we're gonna re-examine the clint boyer ryan newman brew haha which is more brew than haha rock em, sock rock em, em, sock em. uh let's see we got to look ahead to the 600 is a 600 mile race in nascar's future just we'll talk about that okay. what do we think about 600 yeah. mile races it's also uh indy 500 weekend yeah. We'll chat a little bit about that and maybe recall the greatest day of all time oh, in our lives. the greatest lives. Oh. day. Oh, my goodness. Oh, the great day. Yeah. Uh, let's see. The birthday game is a busy one this week, so we're going to we're gonna have to save some time for that one. <laughs> we're have to save a little time for the birthday game, and we're going to have to hustle through it. And don't forget, at the very, very tail end of oh, everything. Oh, how could I forget? We got a dad joke. Mm-hmm. Yep. Can't yeah. wait. Yes, sir. Knock, knock. All right. Don't, don't bother. I don't have hey, it. Let's crank it up. All right. We got to go... F- right away we'll be right back after this all right we're back with what do you know what do you know what do you know here's what we know nascar isc merger isc owns 13 racetracks 12 of them are hosts to 19 cup series races daytona darlington talladega kansas running out <laughs> richmond you get the idea <laughs> richmond fontana you get the idea. You get Watkins the idea. Glen. You get the idea. Homestead. Yeah. I can do it. <laughs> it's like naming the uh, 12 days of Christmas, isn't it? <laughs> uh, well, I'm, I'm done. But anyway, you get the drift. 
and uh, and and so they uh, been looking. See what happened first. First shoe to it didn't shoot it and drop the shoe. Uh, what did it do? What did it do? <laughs> what did it do? The shoe do what the did shoe it fall do? Off while you were running, and, uh, yeah, it kind of came uh, blew out a flip flop. I think word came that NASCAR was. Uh, looking for looking to sell the france family was looking to sell that nascar was the first rumor, that was the yes. first rumor then it quickly morphed into no 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 they're looking to take on a giant financial partner right uh somebody that would probably be a minority partner absolutely for nascar yeah. to that way the Fran- the family heretofore known as the family <laughs> would uh maintain control of uh of, of the sport <clears throat> and I wonder if they ever call all the families together like they did in The Godfather. <laughs> Will it bring your son back to you? My son to me? And uh, so uh, where was I? Oh, so now, soon thereafter, we learned that NASCAR is looking to buy back all the shares of ISC stock. Back in the 50s, uh, Big Bill France first started selling stock in Bill France Racing, which right. became ISC. Yep. He was raising money to build the Daytona Speedway. And he eventually raised enough. He didn't. He, he didn't finance the speedway with the shares. He sold about a hundred thousand shares at a buck a piece. Right. And uh, the majority of the million plus that he got to build the track came from a private loan from a guy named Clint Murchison, who was the first owner of the Dallas Cowboys. Wow. And a little bit of money, seed money, I think, from Pepsi. I think maybe yeah. eventually Pepsi, and then some of his own uh, cash. I think maybe Big Bill's cash. I think maybe even Pure Oil got <clears throat> in on that deal. Might have. Yeah. So, uh, so then over the years, ISC gobbled, started gobbling up tracks. Well, they built Talladega, they built Daytona and Talladega uh, within a decade of each other. So, then they started buying tracks like Darlington, Darlington Watkins Glen in the mid '80s. Yep. And Watkins Glen soon after. Yeah. So, yeah, so they started building their portfolio. Oh, yeah, Wall Street terminology. I like that. Yeah, well. So then we got to where we are uh, over the years to where we are now. And if they are going to take, uh, say, a Comcast wanted to buy 40, 45% of NASCAR. I think maybe we need to just take one step back. Thank you. During these. uh, I get over, I get ahead of myself. During these acquisitions. Yeah. Uh, including the Penske properties, yep. which was a big one. Michigan. Yeah, Michigan. And Fontana. Yep. And uh, there's another one. Yep, sure is. Yeah, it was Nazareth and uh, also, yeah. uh, I think, part of Rockingham or okay. something like that. Yeah. So, um, so anyway, in order to you know generate the funding necessary to do these purchases, mm-hmm. they issued... they. They reissued the stock. Yeah, yeah. They had a. It's like printing I, more money. Yeah, they yeah. had another decades after Bill France Senior had yep. gone around selling stock to local merchants yep. and people, you know, anybody. Uh, they had another offering, only this time the family kept like seventy three percent of the stock, sold the rest. Cool. And so then all of a sudden they you got a mound of cash, man. Yeah. 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 So. Uh, I had a mound of coins. Yeah. So, but, uh, but here's the rub. Yeah. No, no, no. Just tell me. Don't show me. <laughs> the rub is, is you're a public company now. Sure. And if you're a public company, you, you got to answer to people. You got to answer to the stockholder. Yep. And so they've been doing this stockholder dance for 20 years <clears throat> or more. Mm-hmm. 
And uh, so that's coming to an end. Yep. Because it's going to be private now. Mm-hmm. NASCAR is a private company, always has been. ISC has been a public company for more than 20 years, and now we're going to be <laughs> private. So everything that's going on in there, they don't have to talk about it. Sure. Yeah. And that will allow them to say take a tra- take a race away from say Fontana or or let's say they take a race away from what would you see? Maybe not not Talladega, maybe. I don't know. They could if they wanted to. I don't think so. These places with two two races, they could take a race away and do something unique with it and they don't have shareholder revolt. Right. And uh, and also, there's a formal process NASCAR had for uh, ISC, SMI, yeah. for these tracks that would say, I want these dates. Yeah. And this is all happening, you know, two years ahead of time. Sure. Now, with ISC being part of NASCAR, NASCAR can, you know, if they're... If they see a need to change and they've got their dates, they've yep. got half the schedule. Yeah. Well, and soon they're at, soon hereafter, Bruton Smith's family, which owns Charlotte Motor Speedway and I think seven or eight tracks. Can you name <laughs> that? I got a better chance of doing Atlanta, Bristol. All right, Atlanta, Bristol, Charlotte, Las Vegas, Sonoma, Kentucky. By God, New Hampshire. Yeah. One more. I think they you have, missed one. You're not counting Nashville. No. Did I say Atlanta? Yeah. Texas. Motor yeah. Speedway. Texas. Okay. So they uh, so between NASCAR and Sh- and Bruton Smith's family, they have owned the tracks that where thirty two of the thirty six Cup Series races are run. Dover thirty one. Third Dover has two. Indy Pocono, Pocono has two. Those That's the- five. Five from thirty-six is thirty-one. <laughs> You're right. Those are the only independent tracks. Yes. Well, and Dover's publicly traded. Yeah, but yeah. but what I'm saying is independent of the Smith or France family. Yeah. So they're independent. What if anybody's following this? Right. <laughs> what if what if anybody's smarter about this well, than they were before they saw? Okay, let's bottom line it. The bottom line is, uh, ISC and NASCAR have been operating as two different entities. Mm. For 20, 25 years. Comically at times. Yeah. Yeah. And now they're all going to be under one umbrella. And that means... They had to pretend. It was so funny. They had to pretend they were two different entities when they were accused of collusion and all that stuff. Right. Or monopoly. Uh, And, yeah. And, and, you know, I used to laugh. I used to say that Bill French Jr. was was like Sam Drucker from Green Acres. (laughs) You'd go into the general store and Sam Drucker's got his general store hat on. And you go, Sam, I'm just here to buy some stamps. I got to mail a package. He'd go over behind his post office window, change into his postal hat. And I said, well, that was Bill. He had had an ISC hat and he had a NASCAR hat. Yeah. Yeah. A lot of hats. Free hats, too. So, anyway, the bottom line is is they can streamline their their management employees. That's not good news for some people yeah. right because if you've got duplicate uh jobs yeah, yeah. if yeah. you got if nascar has you know 20 marketing guys and yeah. isc has 10 marketing guys you yeah. know and you're working for you the don't st- think there's gonna be 30 deaths <laughs> i don't think and i'm not i'm not picking on them right. i'm just using that as an example so. as we whistle past a graveyard <laughs> yeah. here in the newspaper industry <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, Ooh. Doggies, I don't know 
Well, let's change that subject. Hey. So the bottom line is we're not going to talk about Sam Drucker anymore. I, I, I don't want to hear about it. I'm going <laughs> to put on your muffler. muffler. <laughs> All right. So we're going to get away from that uh, that business, the business of business. But that and is, we got to get to. But it's that is get, breaking I news. Know, it is breaking news. Yeah. And in the coming years, it will mean a lot when you start seeing the. Eventually, you're going to see a shorter season. You might still see 36 events, but they're going to take place in a shorter well, period of time. And all of that manipulation of the scheduling, the when and where they race, right. is going to be and, much easier when they don't have those this, pesky shareholders. This, this falls right in line with what Steve Phelps said last year about changing the way NASCAR does business. Beautiful. Yeah. So, Whatever that means. Well. I know. Yeah. I kind of know what you're saying. I'm just... You know, that's, that's, a thing, that's a thing you say when you want to sound smart. Well, uh, this I'm is not, our real game. I'm not going to go into it, but it, thank God, NASCAR the NASCAR business model. We're seeing it change before our very eyes. It's like blossoming, so, like a except rose it's behind closed doors. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> the, maybe, all the maybe info we can from this see it on release. a security cam. <laughs> all the all the. All the info that we'll get in this, you know, when when this happens with a publicly traded company, all that public information coming forth will be the last nuggets of public information. Yeah, we that, see. that'll be it. Yeah, after it'll that, it's all over. over. And that, you know what else is over is what do you know? That's all we got for what do you know? But oh, we got okay. plenty of other stuff. Well, we got we got to talk to we got a little Dale Junior coming up. This is what the Facebook Live people aren't going to get unless they tune in to Daytona Motor Mouse. Uh, we got Dale Junior talking about nicotine. We're gonna talk a little bit about Ryan Newman, Clint Boyer. I got a, I got a fun opinion on that. I think we'll talk about 600 milers. We'll play the birthday game. We'll have dad joke. And that'll be about it. And uh, then it's uh, off to uh, back to our cubicles. <laughs> uh, all, right, all right, we'll be right back. See ya, boy. Facebook Live. We're back. We're back. Holy mackerel! Anybody tell me it's time for you'll get that big time auto racing. Ken Willis with Goblin Kelly, Daytona Motor Mouse. Uh, what you'll get occasionally, not as much as we used to, you'll get the uh, hurt feelings, anger, maybe a punch. Uh, we've all, I assume, seen uh, video replays of uh, Clint Boyer going over to Ryan Newman's car at the end of the all star race down there in pit lane and uh, just started throwing punches through the window. The window net was down, and I believe Ryan Newman's helmet was off. And he's sitting in his cockpit, preparing to get out of his car. And along comes Jethro, <laughs> and starts throwing rock'em sock'em robot punches at him. And uh, <clears throat> a lot of people applaud it: the, the passion, the anger, the raw emotion, the honest raw emotion. Right. Uh, and and I, I, you know, I'm all for that. And they need more of it. It's sort of what built the sport, took it from the dirt roads to the to the interstates back a generation or two ago. But I do have a problem. <laughs> if you're still all geared up, you got your helmet on, and you're going to go over to a guy who's sitting in his cockpit, and they're pretty tight in there. You don't have a whole lot of room to maneuver and get away from haymakers coming at you. Right. Yeah, I do kind of have a little issue with that. I don't. I don't like to. I prefer, sir, remove yourself from your vehicle, <laughs> so I can go pugilistic on you. How about the uh, Marcus of Queensbury would not have approved of uh, Clint Boyer's technique. How what about, about you? Well, I agree that you know but it was the heat of the moment kind of thing i think he should uh, boyer probably should have tried to like pull him out yeah. or giving him a chance to come out see now in a in a, in a purely uh, from a purely gentleman standpoint i think the uh, gentlemanly thing to do is for boyer to say okay i'm gonna go sit in my car take my helmet off you got free reign come over and take a few licks at me yeah 
we'll make. I want to make this right. <laughs> <laughs> Newman on start. You know, he'll negotiate. Say, well, well, I don't know. Let me think. I don't know if I'll make it right or not. But yeah, I wasn't that crazy about that part of it. I don't <clears> think. Uh, I like know, the. I, you know, I like the. I like the whole scene and all that. Yeah. I'm glad it happened because it gives us something I don't to think, talk about. I don't think Newman <laughs> suffered any damage at all because, you know. I don't think you could hurt him. You'd get a good look at him, right? You look yeah. at him. Maybe Jethro got a good look at him and said, I prefer to hit this man while he's sitting <laughs> in his cockpit. Because he's built, you know, he's built like a soda machine. And he looks like, and you see, you come across guys like this every now and then. I come across guys every now and then, you know, that guys who, you know, work for a living. <laughs> And they're broad, broaden the beam across the shoulders and everything. Yeah. They, their neck just kind of melds into their shoulders, and and they're the type of guy you look. You say, you know what? If I could, if I could get a running start and hit him, and I don't think I could move him, could hurt him. And Newman has the look, one of those guys. I mean, he yeah, is, he's, he is he's broad. solid. Yeah, he's he solid. is built like a fullback. And um, considering the state of Purdue football, he probably could have played fullback for them when he was there, but. Uh, I think it was they were probably down when he was there too. It's an easy case to make. They're down just about all the time, right? Yeah. So occasionally they have a little burst of decency about once a decade. Well, they beat I Ohio digress, State last year. But I digress. They did, didn't they? Yeah. So that was their burst of decency for the decade. Yeah. So I wasn't crazy about that, but I understand that those things happen. I'm still not sure. You know, Newman pisses off a lot of people on the racetrack because he doesn't give an inch. Sort of wasn't Dave was Dave Marcus like that? He said you see Dave Marcus was hard Dave to pass. Dave Marcus was horrible to pass. <laughs> yeah, yeah. he what? didn't want to give up position. Uh, he, he and like kind of like Newman, he doesn't want to go a lap down. Right. He's hoping for a caution, so he'll hold you up for two or three laps. Yeah. So yeah, so that's we don't get MO. any cautions anymore. So no, but what is that theory? I let me applaud nascar for, for not, doing for not <laughs> taking any action and loving fine well, applaud, applaud them for their inaction yes yeah because god knows you know yeah. sport needs more of this yeah. they need more you know fisticuffs and pushing and emotion and all that yeah i think we got sort of reached a point where the guy jumps out of the car and says you're gonna hear from my lawyer <laughs> Why well, yeah, I oughta, I oughta call my lawyer. And, and you know, a lot of times, as you pointed out mm-hmm. over the years, when something like this happens, there's usually uh, the guy that's going after the other guy. It usually waits for somebody to like hold him back. Yeah, right, right. Yeah, yeah. So make sure there's somebody around yeah. to break us up. We need to break this up. Went <laughs> <laughs> Boyer, the guy who also. Ran did like a 440 all the way from pit road to Jeff Jeff Gordon's hauler a few years ago. Remember yeah. that? Oh, yeah. Ran back through the garage area, and I had to go to the end of the garage area on, at a pretty good clip. Yeah, he was. He looked like good. Alberto Juan Torreira out there. <laughs> There's an obscure <laughs> reference for you. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Alberto Juan Torreira. He was beautiful. Half miler, I think. Yeah. He was a. I think he ran the uh, the half mile or the quarter. Yeah, Cuban. Just a great runner. I mean, the stride is just beautiful. Thank you. Back in the seventies. Wow. Olympics. Good lord. And it's fun to say Alberto Montarena, <laughs> Juanita Montana. <laughs> Where the hell are we? Uh, <laughs> Woo! Carbon monoxide. Uh, uh, Dale Junior's in the news this week. Yeah. Uh, uh, I, again, you know. Nobody nobody knew he smoked until he started doing a Nicorette ad or whatever yeah. the hell it is, yeah. right? 
take talk us through that. What happened? And then we got a we got a little uh, convo with Junior. That well, we're going to play here in yeah, the second two. Uh, so I talked to Junior. I'm not trying to name, name drop. I'm not or, trying uh, to name drop. Uh, I talked to him yesterday evening because he's doing a blitz for Nicorette. Okay, yeah. so it's a Nicorette. He's, he was basic. Let's say this in, in uh, for. Uh, purposes of full disclosure it's almost as if he was contractually obligated to speak with you right phone. exactly <laughs> i'm i'll take you know You'll take it yeah. yeah so but the interesting thing is is uh he didn't start smoking until he was 22 isn't that odd yeah normally eighth, eighth grade <laughs> 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 that's a joke that's a joke junior <laughs> and then um he quit. He smoked for 15 years. Oh, damn. And it came to an end when he fell in love. Oh, I'll be darned. And his wife, Amy. Uh, Junior said. His future wife, Amy, at the time. Yeah, his future wife said, and this is a quote, it's a deal breaker. <clears throat> yeah. That's what she said to him. It's a deal breaker. So Woo. that's what got him to, you Woo. know. Get on the Nicorette and eventually stop smoking. Remember the old but Rodney Dangerfield line? Or was it Shecky Green or was it uh, uh, Henny Youngman? One lady asked the other, do you smoke after sex? And she goes, I don't know. I never looked. Put <laughs> 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 him <Boom, boom. laughs> So, uh, but he had some funny stories about it yeah. because he didn't, he never smoked in front of his daddy. Yeah. His I never dad, His daddy hated it. I mean, he really just did not like him. What if he smoked when he was out at assorted nightclubs here yeah, near, well, near or on Seabreeze Boulevard? Yeah, they told he, you he would, but he would do it where he knew like a very limited number of people would see him do it. Yeah, and he said when he was at the track, he'd find sneaky places to smoke, including his RV. Yeah, and he said um, he was trying to keep it a secret. He didn't want people to know he smoked. Yeah. And he said, uh, one day he was uh, in his RV with the windows down. Yeah. And these guys, you know, live near, pretty close to each other. Yeah. And they're this is a million dollar piece of equipment yeah, right? on wheels. So he's sitting there by the window smoking, and Matt Kenseth comes by, and he bangs on the the door of the motorhome, and he go and so Dale, you know, puts it out like, yeah. and Matt goes. What the hell are you doing? <laughs> what are you doing in there? Uh, he goes, what do you mean? He goes, well, there's just all kinds of smoke coming out of your window. <laughs> so he didn't, want him to, he didn't want him to know he smoked, so he probably <clears throat> blamed it on his bong or something. Right? <laughs> I'm not smoking, it's a bong. That's what I'd do. But, so, uh, I had no idea. I mean, he said some of the people, you know, like Pockers, okay? Yeah. Pockers knows everything. Some of the people out there did know about it, but he said for the most part, nobody knew yeah. about it and it was news to me yeah i mean i didn't so he came out of the closet as a smoker basically is well you know what was funny <laughs> yeah. was uh at the end of our conversation i said okay so you revealed your uh, yourself about concussions you know because you kept that a secret now you revealed yourself that you are a smoke a pack and a half a day smoker Jeez whiz yeah yeah I said, what else is there? <laughs> What's the next bombshell? <laughs> uh, yeah, that's not bad. Yeah. So what will but, it be? There's a pool for us right there. We can <laughs> we can do a contest. What's the next bombshell for 
Junior. But at the end of our conversation, I said, I want to get you on our podcast. <clears throat> and he said, hell no, but you can take a clip from this interview and put it on there. Right? Yeah. So yeah. Uh, basically, at the end of the interview, I asked him about the future of NASCAR, which yeah. kind of falls into what happened today, yeah. but not quite. So we before got, we play that, can I ask what any chance he's totally making up the smoking stories just to make sure he gets this Nicorette uh, gig? I don't think so. Okay, just I, checking. Yeah. I don't think so either. But I had to ask. You know, yeah. got to ask the tough questions. Yeah, I'd say I kid me. I'd I'd cop to an LSD habit if I thought it would give me a <laughs> billion dollar Nicorette. <laughs> All right, you want to hear from Junior right now? We all queued up? Yeah, we're going to hear from Junior. And, uh, again, I'm going to leave the uh, Periscope people behind. So go to DaytonaMotorMouse.com if you want to hear Junior. Thank you. All right, Junior. I think people uh, need to understand that this is in an effort to understand where we need to be a couple of years from now when the next generation car comes into play. NASCAR is in the middle and the early stages of developing this next generation car. It's also going to have an engine uh, and everything in new development, brand new uh, technology. And we have to learn from what we're doing today to understand where that where we need to be three years from now. This isn't a this this wasn't a gift. This wasn't just a, a you know throwing darts at the wall. Uh, this is a concerted effort to sort of understand exactly what kind of car we need to develop for the future of the sport. And uh, it's not often that we have a new generation car come along. And this one that we have now has served us really well. But NASCAR is going to develop this brand new car from the ground up, chassis and all, motor included. And so these changes that we have for this year are to understand and answer some questions and and fill in some blanks and check some boxes for that new generation car. And it, that should, you know, people should have some patience with what NASCAR is learning. At the same time, we've had some really great race. It's a very, very fun, entertaining race. Uh-huh. Uh, drivers, drivers are kind of complaining. A lot of drivers not a, not really thrilled with the way the cars drive or how they feel and, and they prefer a different type of package uh, with different downforce and different power. But I think they need to realize that this is all for a reason, and uh, there's some purpose behind what we're doing. Oof. No, what he should get is a Verizon endorsement <laughs> <laughs> or an Android endorsement. That's going to be his next revelation. You know, for all these years, I've been running around with a 1998 flip phone. <laughs> I dropped it in the water eight times, got run over by a hauler, accidentally put it on the grill. I thought it was a spam. <laughs> I talk worth crap on this thing. All right. Uh, that's it for you. Get that big time auto racing. We'll be back with Green White Checkers right after this. All right, we're back. Green White Checkers winding down another podcast on the uh, eve, practically on the eve of the biggest uh, automobile racing weekend of the year. Every year, you got the goings on in Charlotte, where the big 600 mile is run six Sunday night after the greatest spectacle in auto racing, the Indianapolis 500 Sunday afternoon, Indianapolis, Indiana. Technically, in a little town called Speedway, Indiana. Yeah, and uh, not in the best part of Indianapolis, but you know. Those things happen. You'll get that in the dumb hours. <laughs> yeah. So a lot was made over uh, uh, Fernando Alonso missing the show at Indy. 
you know, they didn't have uh, uh, any kind of provisional to fall back on or any of that stuff, any locked-in guaranteed spot. A uh, little independent team, one-off, little, little team named McLaren, might have heard of them. Yeah. <laughs> Went there and missed the show. Yeah. But there's still uh, the big talk in that world, in the IndyCar world, is just what the quality of competition they have in that field this year. Uh, the depth of quality is uh, more than they've had since the original split. What, would, what do you think Barney Hall would say? <clears throat> I really believe this is the deepest Indianapolis 500 field we've seen in years since before the unfortunate split between the Indy Racing League and the Champ Car Series. <laughs> I really believe. Uh, I know he's back there in 14th place, but let's uh, give a call to Tariko Samisoto and the AJ Foyt. He's driving the wheels off that car. <laughs> think that's his name i don't know his... uh yeah something like that something like that yeah, yeah. we're not uh, we're not we're not yeah not, not car guys indy car yeah or asian it's racers not, yeah uh 600 miler in charlotte we talked earlier about how the schedule will probably change in the coming years will there be room on the nascar schedule for a 600 mile race because everybody talks about the shrunken attention span uh ADD, whatever, whatever. What, what were we talking about? <laughs> so, will there be a 600 mile race in NASCAR's future? Safe, starting a few years from now. I think so. I think. Yeah. I think there's a. You know, you have to have. You can. You can change things, but you do have to have a. A bedrock. <laughs> How about right. that? Oh, yeah, I like that. So the bedrock here is the Daytona 500. Yeah. The. Uh, Coca-Cola, formerly known as the World 600, yep. and the Southern 500. I mean, really, that's the bedrock. So, they, I mean, you got to have a longest race. Yeah. One of them has to be the longest. So, you've got, you got the Daytona 500 that's yeah. built seniors race. Yep. Uh, the Southern 500 is the oldest NASCAR super speedway race. Yep. And then you've got the longest race at Charlotte. And, and what you're going to see, though, is a lot of the three to five hundred mile races will become two to three hundred mile races i think five years from now i think you're right i think that's going to get whittled down and they may even play with the coca-cola 600 format you know and divide it into two 200 races well hey stage racing yeah already do that for god's sake yeah yeah how you want to play the birthday game oh good god good god got a lot of birthdays so we're gonna have to go through this as uh, fast as you can cipher we got two uh, two folks on the on the birthday game who are no longer with us either. We're going to play the birthday the anniversary of their birth game with these two. Okay. Starting with the first one today would have been uh, would have been Bobby John's birthday, and we mentioned Bobby John's because we're here at Indy 500 week, and he's the guy that he ran a couple Indy 500s and in 1964 got in Smokey Unix's famous capsule car at Indianapolis and did not make the race. Crashed during practice or qualifying. But the but the car was uh, re, was fixed and became a museum piece to this day. And Bobby Johns was a driver ran ran a lot of NASCAR races. He was from Miami. I think he must have been related to Sammy Johns. Oh, I thought that's who you were talking about. I'm saying Bobby Johns. Oh, Bobby Johns. Olivia Newton Johns. <laughs> Long Johns. Jimmy Johns. Ron Johns. That's about all. I'm almost out. So anyway, what what birthday would this have been for Bobby Johns if he were here to celebrate? 
Let's say 90. Yeah, pretty close. 87. You're within the window on that one. Yeah. So I give you that. And why am I still talking? Sportscaster <laughs> uh, Thursday, that is uh, tomorrow as we sit here. Wally Dollar Mac Jr. Wally? Yep. Gotcha. Big Wally, little Wally. I wonder if he's 50 yet. I, do, that's do, not, do, not my answer. Do, 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 I'm going to say 48. He's from Basalt, Colorado. Boy, this is bad for you. You are off your game. Wally Jr. will be 56 tomorrow. Oh, my God. Friday, Joey Logano. 29. Got it. Friday, Ricky Craven. Uh, 52. Pretty good. 53. Friday, Chip Ganassi. Chip, 60. Floyd, Chip Ganassi. <laughs> 60. I think he's young, just younger than me. 61. Correctamundo. Yeah. Friday, Lisa France Kennedy, CEO of ISC. Hmm. BTW. <laughs> <laughs> LOL. 57? 58. Uh, Very good, though. Yeah. Uh, Saturday, Spinny Clendenin, the old engine builder for Dale Earnhardt, and I think he's still involved with Earnhardt Childress Racing Engines. Spinny. Spinny. I want to thank Spinny Clendenin. And uh, when Earnhardt would thank Spinny Clendenin, in his Canapolis draw and speed of talk, it sounded like he was saying Spinny Clinton. Yeah. I want to thank Spinny Clinton and the boys (laughs) at the shop. Give me a good motor. Anyway, Spinny uh, has a birthday Saturday. Say... 71. I don't know. I couldn't find his age anywhere. Oh, really? I looked all over. It was nowhere to be found. Well, he's 71. All right. Yeah. 71. Happy 71st birthday, Spenny <laughs> Clinton. Uh, oh, also Saturday, if he were with us, uh, Smokey Eunuch would be celebrating a birthday. Mm. Uh, Which one would it be uh, for Henry Smokey Eunuch so, in Neshaminy, Pennsylvania? Oh, who can't God. get on the NASCAR Hall of Fame nomination list. Yeah. Yep. Best damn garage in town. Just, all you have to do is just tell me what year he passed away. I, it was 01, the same year that Earnhardt was killed. Really? He talked to us about that crash from his hospital bed, if you remember. Yeah. All right. So I saw this coming. I'm actually going to cipher this. All right. Oh, I love when you do that. So I, I can do that math for you. That was 18 years ago. 95. Well, your siphon's off a little bit. It would have been 96 this weekend. <laughs> Good job, though. Yeah. One more. Next Monday, Jeremy Mayfield. Remember him? Who? Yes. Owensboro, Kentucky. Uh, I'll say he would be 48. He not would be. He will be. I'm assuming he will be. He's not, he doesn't have an asterisk next to his name. Uh, Jeremy Mayfield will turn 50 next Monday. Wow. Where are they now? That's a big what one. What could have been? What could have been? What yeah. could have been? All right. Uh, oh, you got a dad joke to tell, and then we got to hit the streets. Yeah, so I've got this uh, dad jokes. The title's called Dad Jokes. Bad jokes and puns inspired by Dan. By Dan. By Dan. <laughs> by dads. Jack, Duncan, compiled this. Yep. All right. So we're going to page Jack fi- Dunphy? Going to page 55. Did you say Jack Dunphy? No. M- Jack Duncan. Oh, Jack Dunphy was the smart guy on Cuckoo's Nest. <laughs> Jack Dunphy told me that. Jack Dunphy's full of... <laughs> All right. So uh, we're going... I Actually, I was since you were goofing around there, I changed my mind. We're going to page 54, okay. joke 90. Okay. All right. Uh, and the joke is... What flower do you have on your face? What flower do you have on your face? 
I, I don't ever get these, and it sucks. It's, it's so obvious. What too. flower do you have on your face? Tulips. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, all right. That'll Ooh. be enough of that. Ken Willis, Goblin Kelly, Daytona Motormouth. Still next time, thank you. Thank you for listening to this episode of Daytona Motormouths. To reach the program, please visit DaytonaMotormouths.com or follow on Twitter at NASCAR Daytona or Facebook at NASCAR Daytona. And thanks for joining us. Daytona Motormouths is a production of the Daytona Beach News Journal.